All right. So how is uh, life there and in Hawaii, and how has it been throughout the pandemic? Uh, life is good. Um, I've just been hanging out, doing my own thing right now since our season got canceled and with this whole pandemic thing. And um, just been helping my cousin, um, really helping him get ready. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just been chilling. Sure. First things first. Congrats on the uh, on the twins. I uh, know that's probably got you uh, you occupied. What's it like being at home with a full house? Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, I came from a big family, so um, that's that's nothing new to me. It's just I got my kids on my own, and um, I'm happy and I love it, and I'm just blessed that God uh, gave me the opportunity to fight and stay home and be with my family. So with everything going on, like you've mentioned, the, the season being canceled, what's it kind of like? You know, I'm sure you want to get back in there. I'm sure you want to fight. So how does it feel just having to be kind of like forced to sit on the sidelines and not stay active? Um, it's really frustrating as of now because since my cousin fought, it's like, man, I want to fight. And just being there and in the atmosphere again, it's just like, dude, I need to get a fight already and we got to get, get past this thing already. But. All in all, it's a good time to take off. Um, I fought two years. I fought 10 fights in two years, so it was the most I ever fought. And being that active, and it was good to um, rest some minor injuries and just uh, heal my body and just be with my family. And wow, and I'm really not, I'm really not struggling, so it's not a, it's not a big deal if I don't fight too. So um, yeah, it's, it's been alright, but I gotta get back in there soon. Does part of you wish they had even like maybe not a tournament format, but maybe just some events, you know, just a couple of fights just to kind of like keep fighters busy because, you know, you, you, you got to stay active. And, and I'm sure, you know, a year off for some fighters is nice, but for people who like to fight and who have grown up fighting their entire lives, I'm sure they'd like to, to just stay active and just make sure that they don't develop some ring rust. Um, yeah. Um, I, I wish we had it, but I, with our season and our and our league format, they want to keep it true to that. Um, but we can't we couldn't predict this 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 um this pandemic that happened. So um, I I'm hoping they have a one-off fights like just probably one at the end of the year or or soon. You know what I mean? So because there's a couple guys that I would like to get my hands on in in the PFL, especially the new the new guy on the block. Ron McDonald talking on his smack like he's gonna do something, but um, oh yeah, you know, it's a it's a good opportunity for for him because he's coming off of two losses in Bellator, so I don't know what the big hype is on him, and yeah, I just want to get a crack at him soon. I love that fight. I mean, he's he's very very exciting. He had a couple of very very big fights both in the UFC and Bellator, and I think that would be great. Um, how does it feel? I want to talk a little bit about the tournament. How does it feel to finally win it? I mean, in 2018, you were so close. You were you were one fight away from winning it. It must feel nice to have a, be able to say, you know what, I won the tournament. How did it feel in 2019, picking that up? Um, it felt it felt good. It felt like a I got a, a small accomplishment, uh, but I was I'm looking to to reign and to keep keep winning titles. Um, it was just a it was just one step. That I had to get over this that one uh, mishap that I had in the first season. Um, that was my first time fighting in a big organization like that, let alone fighting in a, in a tournament style like this. So I was I was kind of over a little overconfident 
because how I finished all my opponents in the first um, four fights. Going into the, the finals, I was a little too confident, but um, I grew I grew from that from that season and just had to um, keep my head focused and focus on the task and and yeah, well, obviously in the playoffs, um, Magomed couldn't continue, so that's the guy I really wanted. He couldn't continue, so that was a big win for me. He didn't want to fight. Um, it goes to show you that only the strong survive in a tournament style like this, and um, not many fighters are are built to fight twice in a night, and it's something you just have to do. And yeah, it's uh, I love it. It plays right into my my skill set, and I'm happy. One thing I want to talk about is that fighting two two times in one night. I mean, you don't see it in UFC. You don't see it in Bellator. It's something that's strictly uh, PFL. How do you go back? You know, knowing you just got into a fight, you're tired, you're you're hurt, you're beat up, knowing you still got to go back out there. Um, as someone who's done it, I think twice now, right? You did it in 2018 and 2019. What's it What's it like? You know, going back there, and how do you stay like motivated and concentrated and focused for the fight, the second fight? Um, it's um to me, it's just it's just like wrestling. Uh, wrestling, you got to wrestle like four times in a. Sometimes if you lose, you got to go backside. You have to wrestle four times to even get podium. So um, I'm used to it. Um, uh, it's nothing new to me. I just treated it just like wrestling and uh, it's just fighting. But uh, it was a good experience. Uh, I liked it. You just got to keep your mind focused. You can't um, game plan on any, any other guy because you don't know who's going to win and you don't know what's going to happen. Anything can happen. Especially like with, with Magomed, that, that happened just with, in my last in the last season. He, he won and obviously I don't know what happened. He couldn't continue. So Chris Curtis had to step in and that's what I mean. You cannot be set on one guy. You got to be ready for anything that comes your way so um i'm re- i'm ready for that my dad he he um he puts that in my mind and we have to be ready for anybody it doesn't matter who's in front of you you're gonna just run run right over them so yeah it's a it's an awesome feeling and it's a very exciting feeling to fight in a tournament style like that one thing i want to touch on is to, to start off 2019 you had to fight someone you're very very familiar with what was it like having to compete against a cousin I mean, I'm sure that's, as someone who's close to my family, I'm sure that's wasn't an easy decision saying, yeah, I'm going to fight him. Um, so kind of talk what it was like both accepting the fight and, and be like going out there and, and knowing you're going to have to punch and hurt uh, a family member. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was tough uh, because uh, we, were, we were training partners before. He's older than me, so when I, as I was getting into fighting, he was... He was already kind of fighting a lot in in Hawaii, and um, we trained together. So it was uh it was it was kind of it's kind of hard. But me and have me and him have beef down here for for a while, just because he he just he he left. He was we was training all together, and then he left. He left our team to go with these other guys, and um, he started mounting off a little bit. And um yeah, it was just uh it's just you just gotta put that aside. If, if your family that wants to try to challenge you and go in your own way, because he's a bigger guy, he he could have he could have went to 185. You know what I mean? But he chose to go to 70. He knew that um, I was there. So in that case, you just got to put that family stuff aside. And if they want to challenge you, you have to do whatever it takes for your family. In general, um, it doesn't matter. So yeah, it was hard, but uh, I had to get it done. And yeah. 
I want to touch on another cousin of yours who, who looked very, very, very impressive last weekend in Kai Kamaka. Um, I interviewed him a little while ago before uh, he even fought in LFA. And uh, I was like, I could tell his mentality was uh, on another level. And, uh, man, describe what it was like uh, watching him and being there to, to see him pick up that UFC, uh, UFC win. Um, it was it was so awesome. He he's one he's a workhorse. He he's been training and going through all kinds different different things that's been happening with him. Um, this is his two injuries he had with his shoulder. Um, he fought like once a year. Like, he fought in Bellator once, and then he hurt his shoulder, and he had to fight again. He hurt his shoulder again. So it was just a multiple of adversity that was coming his way, and. To, to see him climb over that and just go out there, and especially in the LFA, go out there, beat this undefeated guy. And in the way he did it, he stood right in front of him. And, um, and if you watch his previous fights, he, he never fought like that because he was cutting weight so much, 235. His body was, like, breaking down, and he really couldn't perform, like, how he how he could. And seeing him perform how he, how he, what he's capable of doing, it was just awesome, and I was I was so happy for him, and he worked so hard. That's why every every day he's he's like the we train together, so he's like the first guy when we when we running 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 our miles. He's the first one that finishes. Like he's always he's so motivated and dedicated and disciplined to his his eating habits, everything everything about him. He he's so he's so headstrong, and um, I was just super happy for him. And yeah, it was a awesome experience to see him finally get his his dream and you know i'm just really happy for him what was it like cornering in an empty arena i mean i've se- i've heard fighters talk about it they're like hey, man it's weird some people don't even notice but as someone who's in the corner what was it like um you know uh, in hawaii uh, our shows is not that packed either so you know it, it was kind of like it was kind of like just fighting back at home and um just in front of a just in front of the biggest stage in the world and um, it really didn't bother us because that that kind of stuff does. He wrestled in, he wrestled NAIA, so he's used to being in front of big big crowds in wrestling, like especially in the Midwest, like that you don't get any bigger crowds than that. Like they, he been out there, and um, that really didn't affect him. But for me, it was just an, it was just like another sparring session. It's in our garage. So that's what I was explaining to him. Like, it's just another sparring session. That's all. It's just another practice. And because it, it really felt like it was because there was no no fans. There was just a few people. And, yeah, it, was, uh, it really didn't affect us. And, yeah, we was ready. I want to touch a little bit about uh, Hawaii MMA in general. I mean, it all started with BJ Penn and then Brad Tavares, uh, you, Ty Gwerder, now Kai Kamaka. It really has started to grow. And I think the one thing um, that's kind of stayed consistent is the fighting style. You know, anytime um, someone from Hawaii goes to fight, you know what to expect. It's just someone who's going to come out there and, and swing and be tough and, and, and has chin to steal. So, so where does that come from? How does that fighting mentality come out of such a small area? Um, I, I have no idea on that. It's just something that's in our blood, I guess. And um, we was just, me and him was born into it, uh, watching our fathers fight and, you know, um, from the Super Bowl days, I don't know if you ever heard of Super Bowl. Um, yep. Back then, the, the arenas was more packed than the UFC now. Our, at our Blaze Island, it's only a little Blaze though. It's like 
Sony, I think it only holds like 8,000 people, but it felt like it was like 50,000 people. So, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It was just, we watched our, our fathers do it, my uncle and my, my dad. And it's just that's how we were raised, just to, just like at school and we're fighting on the streets. You fight, we have to fight. You got to fight if you, to, um, to protect yourself, you got to know how to fight. So it was just bred into us from a young age. I do want to touch a little bit on that. I mean, your your dad is a is a legend in Hawaii MMA. What's it like, kind of following in his footsteps and even kind of taking it to the next level? I'm sure that winning that tournament means a lo- whole lot to you, but maybe even more so to him. So, what's it like to kind of follow his footsteps? What does it mean to you as a son? Um, for me, it was uh, I knew I wanted to uh, do this as a living. For him, it was more like an like a hobby to him because he had to he had to work and provide for us. So it was just a it was just a way for him to um, just get out of stop just get his mind off of working and um, knowing that he can compete. It was it was that's that's all it was. And um, to have me fight in a big arena, let alone fighting in front of inside uh, the Mandalay Bay and I mean uh, the MGM Grand and Las Vegas. It was it was a it was a very a sight to see, and yeah, I know that he was he was proud of me. He never knew that uh, I mean, it would take off this big. So he was um he was really proud of me, and uh, yeah, yeah. Do you see your kids maybe one day fulfilling and like following your footsteps and maybe going down that route? And is that something that you've considered? Um. Yeah. Just. Well, not probably not to follow in my footsteps because I was a real knucklehead kid in in, uh, in high school and um, I really I could have wrestled in college and uh, I think I if I if I wrestled in college I would have had more I would have been there more quicker and uh, I think I would have been more mature so that's one thing I think I should have I should have listened to my my parents and uh, get some little bit more maturity going to college wrestling wrestling in college. So my sons, maybe my sons, and if my daughters want to do it, but I'm going to let them let them choose right now. They're going to focus on just, just wrestling and um, being the best in, in the state. And then we'll, we'll see. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've still got some time. You still yeah, have some yeah. time to think about that stuff. <laughs> I'll ask you a couple more questions, and then I'll, uh, and then I'll let you get going. Um, so I want to ask a question about uh, another Hawaii legend who just lost two times in a row, Max Holloway. Um, both of them were very, very, very close. Uh, as I'm sure a friend and someone who, who lives right there with him, what's your advice to him? Does he, should, should he take a step back? Or do you say, like, maybe just go for a big fight, just go for another big fight? Or do you think the smart thing to do is to take a step back? Um, I'm not too sure because... With the success he had, it's just like it comes down to like what what why am I doing this? Because these judges is like I really thought he won his last fight and uh, I was bummed out, you know. And I think he should take a step back and and think about it because you can't keep letting this go to the judges because it's not gonna it's not gonna play out for you. And um, I think he's still he's still one of the top guys in the world at that weight and um. Uh, I think he should. I think he should move up in weight, actually, because I think he's 
cutting a little too much. He's a big, he's a big guy. He's not, he's yeah. not a small guy. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just wish the best for him, and I hope he um, he keeps this being focused and um, staying strong. As as someone who's competing in PFL, you know a lot of people talk about the UFC being the biggest organization in the world. Is that something that you've considered too? Like, I'm sure you want to you win the PFL. You've done that. Is there is there a desire to maybe like pick up a UFC title or a Bellator mm-hmm. title to be able to just like add more accolades? Um, yeah, um, especially after this one, um, after my cousin fought, um, just seeing the atmosphere of the UFC and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about. It. I, I thought about it. I'm thinking, man. I thought about it, but right now with the PFL, um, it's just I, I like fighting in two two times in a night. I like fighting consistently. I like that big payday at the end of the at the end of the year. So, and this is only our second year, and we got on top ESPN. So, I think the PFL still has plenty room to grow. I think I can I can stay there and still get plenty fights and. I just want to be active, and with the UFC, I, I don't think they're that active with some of their fighters. Um, but especially now, they're the ones that are fighting, we're not. So you know what I mean. Um, it's a it's a entertaining idea, but I believe that if I keep fighting with the PFL, the money is only going to go up in the at the at the end of the year. Pot, it's going to keep going up. It's going to we're going to start getting to like boxing level um, money. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 pretty satisfied right now, and I'm gonna be at the PFL for a while. There's a uh, big fight that was recently announced with Israel Adesanya fighting Paulo Costa. I mean, we knew about it for a while, but it was officially announced. I kind of built this platform based on making matchups and making predictions. So I can't go without asking you, who do you have winning that fight? Um, I like Costa. I like how I like just like the way he fights and the way he brings the pressure and. I think he's he's gonna I think he's gonna smash right through Israel. But Israel's an awesome fighter too. He's a good stand-up guy. But I think um, Costa is just too too explosive, and he has the ground game too. If he wants to take him down, I, I think Israel has that 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 high level of a ground game. His his stand-up is very high level, so it's gonna be an awesome fight. But I'm picking um, Costa for that one. All right, man. Thank you so much for the time. I've been a fan of yours ever since you starched uh, Jake Shields twice. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it because I'm sure you get asked that question 24-7. But, man, I've been a fan of yours for a long time, so I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, Aloha, thank you for taking this time for the interview. All right, man. All the best in, uh, in 2021. All right. Aloha. Thank you.